Greetings, friends. Peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. The website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, it's the first of the week, and as is our tradition, we are going to try to start our week with a little bit of wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're looking at Psalm 88 today and Proverbs 28. Psalm 88 is a psalm of lamentation. Uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of the psalms, there'll be some lamenting and things like that, but then it'll end with praise and things of this nature. Uh, but that is not the case uh, with this particular psalm. This is a psalm where the psalmist is pouring out his soul to God. He's lamenting, he's wrestling with his faith. And uh, he's asking God some questions you know, when are you going to show up? When are you going to be there for me? You know, what good is it if, uh, if, I'm, if I'm dead, right? Like, can I praise you from the grave? And, you know, why are you, why are you hiding your face from me? You know, these are real and raw emotions. And sometimes I think that we can become religious and uh, maybe not tell God exactly how we're feeling. Or maybe we've been taught by the religious institutions that it's not okay to feel this way. But this psalmist does, and maybe some of you do. And so if there's any encouragement to be found in today's psalm, it might be that it's okay to be really raw and really real with how you feel and how things look. You know, Habakkuk, he poured out his lamentation to God, and then he says, I await your rebuke. So Habakkuk's like, this is how I see it. This is how I feel, but I wait to hear from you because I know you're going to correct me on this. Right? So here's my perspective. I await your perspective, God. Okay. Let's look. Psalm 88. A song or a psalm, it says, For the sons of Korah to the chief musician upon Mahalath, Lenath, Maskil of Heman, the Ezerhite. Let's look. Psalm 88. Verse 1, King James Bible. O Lord, God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. Let my, let my prayer come before thee. Incline thy ear unto my cry. For my soul is full of troubles. And my life draweth nigh unto the grave. I encountered with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that hath no strength. Free among the dead like the slain that lie in the grave. Whom thou rememberest no more. And they are cut off from thy hand. Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deeps. Thy wrath lieth hard upon me, and thou hast afflicted me with thy waves. Selah. Thou hast put away my acquaintance far from me. Thou hast made me an abomination unto them. I am shut up, and I cannot come forth. Mine eye mourneth by reason of affliction, Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. Will thou show wonders to the dead? 
Shall the dead arise and praise thee? Selah. Shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave, or thy faithfulness in destructions? Shall thy wonders be known in the dark, and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But unto thee have I cried, O Lord. In the morning shall my prayers prevent thee. Lord, why castest thou off my soul? Why hidest thou face from me? I am afflicted, ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer thy terrors, I am distracted. Thy fierce wrath go over me. Thy terrors have cut me off. They come round about me daily like water. They can pass me about together. Lover and friend hast thou put far from me, and my acquaintance into darkness. Not a really encouraging psalm this morning, is it? Many of us may have felt this way at times. We're like, I'm praying, God, I'm calling out to you, and it's and nothing is happening. You know, my soul's full of trouble. He says, My eyes mourneth by reason of affliction. I have called upon you daily. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. Will thou show wonders to the dead? Shall the dead arise and praise thee? The psalmist says. He's like, if this thing takes me to the grave, how does that bring you any glory? That's what he's asking. He says, Shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave? Or thy faithfulness in destruction? Shall thy wonders be known in the dark and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? Why are you hiding your face from me? Again, if there's anything positive to take away today, it's that from this particular psalm today, it's that it's okay to be real with God. That's what this psalmist is doing. He's not, he's not, you know, dilly-dallying or kind of sidestepping the issue. He's, he's saying, look, this is, I, I'm, I pray to you day and night. He wants to hear from God. Let me read some commentary from Matthew Henry real quick, before, real quick before we move on to our proverb for today. This is what he says. He says, Departed souls may declare God's faithfulness, justice, and loving kindness, but deceased bodies can neither receive God's favor or comfort nor return them in praise. The psalmist resolved to continue in prayer, and the more so because deliverance did not come speedily. And that's a good point that he's pointing out. He, he, you know, yes, this deliverance, the issue hasn't been resolved, but the psalmist continues in prayer. Right? Though our prayers are not soon answered, yet we must not give over praying. The greater our troubles, the more earnest and serious we should be in prayer. Nothing grieves a child of God so much as losing sight of Him, nor is there anything He so much dreads as God's casting off His soul. If the sun can be clouded, that darkness darkens the earth, but if the sun should leave the earth, what dungeon would it be? Even those designed for God's favors may for a time suffer His terrors. See how deep those terrors wounded the psalmist. If friends are put far from us by providences or death, 
we have reason to look upon it as affliction. Such was the calamitous state of a good man. But the pleas here used were particularly suited to Christ. And we are not to think that the holy Jesus suffered for us only at Gethsemane and on Calvary. His whole life was labor and sorrow. He was afflicted as never a man was from his youth up. He was prepared for that death of which he tasted through life. No man can share in the sufferings by which other men were to be redeemed. All forsook him and fled. Oftentimes, blessed Jesus, do we forsake thee, but do not forsake us. Oh, take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Well, there's the psalm for today. Let's go check out our Proverbs and see what wisdom the scriptures have for us this morning to begin our week. We're ready for Psalm, or I'm sorry, Proverbs chapter 28. Let's have a look. Verse 1. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. For the transgression of the land, many are the princes thereof, but a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be prolonged. A poor man that oppresseth the poor is like a sweeping rain which leaveth no food. They that forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Evil man understand not judgment, but they that seek the Lord understand all things. Better is the poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that is perverse in his ways, though he be rich. Whoso keepeth the law is a wise son, but he that is a companion of rituous men shameth his father. He that by usury and unjust gain increases his substance, he shall gather it for him that will pity the poor. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayers shall be an abomination. Whoso causes the righteous to go astray in an evil way, he shall fall himself into his own pit, but the upright shall have good things in possession. The rich man is wise in his own conceit, but the poor that hath understanding searches him out. When righteous men do rejoice, there is great glory, but when the wicked rise, a man is hidden. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsake them shall have mercy. Happy is the man that feareth always, but he that hardeneth his heart shall fall into mischief. As a roaring lion and a raging bear, so is a wicked ruler over the poor people. The prince that wanteth understanding is also a great oppressor, but he that hateth covetousness shall prolong his days. A man that doeth violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit, let no man stay him. Whoso walketh uprightly shall be saved, but he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once. He that killeth, or he that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread, but he that followeth other vain persons shall have poverty enough. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. To have respect of persons is not good for a piece of bread that a man will transgress. 
He that hastes to be rich hath an evil eye, he have an evil eye, and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. He that rebuketh a man afterwards shall find more favor than he that flattened, flattereth with the tongue. Whoso robbeth his father or his mother, and saith it is no transgression, the same is a companion of, the, of a destroyer. He that is of a proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack, but he that hideth his eyes shall have many a curse. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. Alright, there was some real gems I felt like in our Proverbs today. Let's see if we can uh, uh, revisit some of these. Number 9, verse 9. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law... Even his prayers shall be an abomination. Hmm. There's another psalm, and I'm going to have to paraphrase it because I can't remember where it's at right now, that basically says, If I cherished iniquity in my heart, if I had, which basically means if I had any cherished sin in my heart, your prayers would not be heard. I'm paraphrasing it, but that's, that's essentially what it says. So let's say if you've ever sinned that you won't be hurt. It's like if you have a, if you have that cherished sin, that thing you don't want to repent of, the thing you're trying to pretend that's not a sin. Your prayers are being hindered; they're not being heard because of that. So it's he that turneth away from turneth away his ear from hearing the law. Ah, I don't want to hear it. Even his prayers shall be an abomination. Whosoever causes the righteous to go astray. In an evil way, he shall find himself into his, he shall fall himself into his own pit. But the upright shall have good things and possessions. What came to mind to me when I read that, whoso causes the righteous to go astray in an evil way shall fall into his own pit. What came to my mind is when Jesus says, whoever causes one of these little ones to sin, it would be better if he had a millstone tied around his neck and he was thrown into the ocean, right? Man, there's a great punishment coming to those who would cause other people to fall into sinful behavior. And to be led astray from the faith. There's going to be many professors, universities, and schools, and other institutions who have manipulated the minds of young people of faith and led them astray away from God. They have a very dangerous and terrible torment and judgment that is coming their way one day. When righteous men do rejoice, there is great glory. But when the wicked rise, a man is hidden. He that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but whoever confesses, and forsaketh them shall have mercy. The scriptures say, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. But those who are trying to cover up their sin, 
It's not going to work out. Not going to get the mercy. He that covers his sin shall not prosper. It's kind of like if you if you turn your ear away from hearing the law. Right? Even your prayers are an abomination. Whosoever walketh uprightly shall be saved, but he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. It's saying those whose focus in life is wealth. Got to get wealthier. Got to get wealthier. Verse 22 says it again. He that hastes to be rich hath an evil eye. And considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack. But he that hideth his eyes shall have many curses. When you give to those in need, it returns upon you in abundance. But God is not pleased with those who turned a blind eye to the poor, to those who have needs. Well, that is our study this morning. And I know it wasn't nearly as uplifting as our typical Monday mornings are, and I hope this hasn't brought you down lowly, although sometimes that's God's desire. So instead, I just pray that whatever God's will is for you this morning and this week, whatever state of mind that might be, whatever he wants you to understand, I pray that it be done. I pray that the word has went forth and pierced hearts and caused you to draw all the more near closely to him and to his son, Jesus. Thank you for listening this morning. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial support. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.